0: All right, everybody, this is the Buzz conference call for Monday, July 26, 2021. I just went blank there. Welcome everybody who has called in, as well as those who are listening to the recording of this call. My name is Keith Piuto. I will be facilitating tonight along with Sonia Rao. The iBugBuzz conference call is an open forum question and answer help session for everything iOS and related devices, as, uh, such as the iPhone, iPad, iPod Touch, Apple Watch, and Apple TV, more specifically as they relate to voiceover. We also cover the various accessories that go along with these devices, such as Bluetooth, Headphones, charging cables, uh, power banks, Braille displays, etc. This call is being recorded, so we please ask everybody to stay on mute when they are not speaking, when they are not asking, when you are not asking a question, when you are not making a comment, always stay on mute. We like to uh, keep the audio quality as best we can, as long with along with the uh, general, uh, general order of this call. There are several ways you can mute and unmute. If you're on the Zoom app on your iPhone, it is at the bottom left, and it is a toggle on and off. That same toggle on and off on the iPad is at the top center. On the Mac, it is Command Shift A. On a PC, it is Alt-A. So those are the various ways as well as star six on the phone if you are calling in on a regular phone line. As I said, these we are recording, so please be uh, aware and attentive to your mute button. We do appreciate it. All right. We are now going to hear from the iBug Band himself, iBug guy himself. Michael, are you ready? All
1: right. Thank you, Keith. Yes, sir. I am ready to go. I am getting ready to get ready. All right. So this week's announcements, uh, this being the fifth week, uh, there are only a handful of events going on. Starting tomorrow, Tuesday, July 27th, we have actually two things. We have our iBug mini-buzz, a shortened version of this same meeting, on Clubhouse. That's at 5 p.m. Central. Then at 7 p.m., we will have back here on the Zoom uh, conference line, we will have our iBug Macintosh. And that's just our open forum for people with issues or questions regarding Mac and the Mac operating system, hosted by Chanel Allen. And then uh, our last event of the week will be Friday, July something. I can't even remember what the date is, but uh, the 30th. 30th. July 30th. That is a great day to be alive and to be here on iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. That's at 7.30 p.m. pre-social time, 8 p.m. for the movie, and then after the movie fun and frolicking. All right. So, oh, and if you want to know what the movie is, stick around for the halftime show when we have the big reveal. So that's it for the events of the week. Uh, to find out and keep track of things going on in the iBug world, you can always go to our website, iBugToday.org. I B U G T O. D-A-Y.org. And there you'll find all kinds of good information about all the meetings and training sessions, mm-hmm. social events. Uh, you'll find out information about uh, our one-on-one training, as well as the, all of the recordings that Keith mentioned are also archived there on our website. For information about our Facebook. We have a Facebook page, Facebook.com slash iBugToday. And we also have a groups page you can join, Facebook.com slash groups slash Today. A great place to uh get questions answered in between these Monday night calls. And then you can follow us on Twitter. Our handle there is at iBugtoday. Lots of good information being tweeted out daily. And finally, we have an Instagram handle there is at iBugtoday. So those are all the ways you can uh, keep track of what's happening in the iBug world. So I am now going to hand it back over to Keith.
0: All right. Thank you, Michael. And just a reminder, we are on YouTube and you can also search for iBug today on your various podcast catchers and uh, listen to these recordings. Oh man, the uh, iBug event announcements are always exciting, maybe a tad less exciting than Michael's movie Minutia, but exciting nonetheless. All right, now we're going to go around and announce ourselves, uh, announce your name, where you're from, and if you are a new caller, go ahead and let me know you're a new caller as well. We'll come back around to you, and I'll go ahead and get started. My name is Keith Pivotot,
2: and I am in Austin, Texas. And this is Mark in Montreal, Quebec, and I'm an old-timer.
3: This is Brad, and I'm in Dallas.
4: Susan from
5: Houston. This is Scott from Arizona. This is Ned from Texas. Dan from Jim. St.
6: Louis, Missouri. Dana.
7: This is Herbie and Houston.
8: Dana in Cincinnati. I've been here once or twice. Jim in Pennsylvania. <laughs> longtime listener, longtime caller. All right.
2: All from Virginia.
7: Jake from
8: Michigan.
0: All right. Anyone else?
9: This is Sandia from Houston.
10: Brooks from Oklahoma.
9: Carol in San
6: Antonio.
10: Thomas in Grand Junction, Colorado.
11: Cody from New Hampshire. Terry from Arlington Heights, long-time caller, first-time listener.
0: Very good. Wow, we have a full call and great coverage. I believe the IBO guys out there as well. So we'll go into our first segment. And just a reminder, please stay on mute and... uh, use those uh, mute buttons like I mentioned earlier. And just a reminder, we do not use the raise hand feature. So if you do uh, want to ask a question, make a comment, just please come off mute and mention your name and Sandia or I will uh, acknowledge you. And once we acknowledge you, you can have a floor, but please wait. Uh, if you do want to ask a question, make a comment for a little break. Uh, please try not to step on each other. And uh, again, when you uh, finish with your question, comment, unless you have are the person that has the floor, please stay on mute. And with that, we'll get started with the first question. The first uh, half here, we usually like to keep it uh, basic beginning type questions. But we, uh, we'll play that by ear and, and see what comes about. So who has the first question? Who would like to ask the first question? Don't be shy, and there's no wrong or bad questions, only questions not asked. So feel free to ask a question, make a comment. If you used any new apps this week,
5: This is Brooks. Hi, Brooks. Go ahead.
10: Uh, I am newly
3: low vision. And so my iPhone, it's either 8S or 10S, uh, is at a size that used to be useful. And now I have to keep taking screenshots and then go to camera and magnify it. Is there a way to have my whole phone be large print?
0: I am not sure. And the scope of this call really is for voiceover. and. Uh, so you know, our expertise is more on the voiceover using the phone in the voiceover mode, for lack of a better word.
3: Okay, so those are uh, like apps, or are those things you purchase.
0: Well, I guess voiceover just too.
3: Voiceover
0: is, is a great. Go ahead, Jim.
8: Can yes, just under what voiceover is? Well, VoiceOver is a utility for blind people or partially blind people that allows them to hear what comes up on the phone display. Now, that's found in accessibility settings. You can also go into accessibility, and I believe there's a feature called Zoom, and that will allow you to enlarge the screen or invert the colors on the screen so that it makes things a little more visible to you. I guess a little more eye appealing to you and I am total. So I can't help you much more than telling you that this feature is there. It's under, right. it's, it's under accessibility settings, as right. I said. And, and uh, Brooks, one,
2: well, of things, yeah, uh, one of the things,
0: yeah, thank you. One of the things Brooks that we do encourage, even if you're low vision, uh, trying to uh make the transition over to voiceover and use voiceover. Uh, one, it just, it's more efficient than having to take a screenshot or, you know, straining to see what's there even in Zoom. And, uh, so you do have a little more efficient, uh, function of the phone as well as, you know, if, if you do become total blind that you're a step ahead at that point. So, um, like Jim was saying, the accessibility features are there. And uh, if you use ask Siri to open up accessibility settings, they are right there. Right there and uh, VoiceOver just happens to be one of the, the first uh, buttons you'll come to. And you can open that up and see what VoiceOver is all about. And plus, just listen to this call and uh, you'll hear all this stuff uh, regarding VoiceOver.
3: So the phone is already equipped with that. I just need to go go into accessibility settings.
0: Is that right? Correct. It's it's part of, it's built into the operating system and Apple has done a great job at uh, uh, working on it over the years and updating it. And it's pretty powerful. And there's a lot out there. You can either go to accessibility settings. And like I said, it's one of the first buttons you'll come to is voiceover and if you tap that, you'll open up another page of voiceover or all, you can also use Siri to ask Siri to open up voiceover settings. This is Sonia. Go ahead,
9: Sonia. Brad had a comment. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah,
0: I wanted to uh, let Brooks
3: know, I myself, I'm low vision. Uh, I still see a little bit out of one eye but I, and, and on computers I have used screen magnification over the years, but I've been using iPhone now for almost about eight or nine years now. I have really never found the zoom screen magnification on an iPhone to be all that useful. The reason is your iPhone screen is not that big to begin with. And (laughs) as if you've used screen magnification on a computer, you know that you make something bigger, you see less and less of the whole you know the entirety of the screen you know if you go to 2x you're only seeing 25% of the screen at any one time and transfer that to an iPhone and when you magnify you know if you you get it big enough for you to read the text you're seeing maybe much less than 25% of the screen depending upon your degree of Vision loss, so I have always, from the very beginning, I, I learned to use voiceover. Um, I do invert the colors because that way a black background is a lot less harsh on on my eye. I have retinitis pigmentosa, and the, the bright white background just kills me. But I I, I learned to re- reverse the screen colors or invert the screen colors is the proper word. And then there's a little white frame that moves around as you as you move your voiceover focus. And I have found that I pretty much immediately became very efficient using an iPhone with voiceover. Of course, I had some help from some uh, friends of mine who were, you know, totally blind and were all had already learned how to use voiceover. But it didn't take me long to figure out what was going on. And like Keith said, if you go into you uh, find uh, in settings, find accessibility and voiceovers right there at the top, and it it changes the way your iPhone works. Um, it, the gestures and things are a little different, uh, but you'll get the hang of it. And there's a voiceover tutorial, and it'll go through um, different gestures. And of course, this call is a great resource to you know keep coming back here every week, and you make yourself you know, some questions and listen to other people. And iBug also has a mentoring program you can Thank sign up you, and you'll get paired eventually. I know there's a bit of a waiting list. Uh, you'll get paired with someone who can work with you for a couple of months. So I, uh, you know, you shouldn't have any trouble. It's just learning that these things are aware are there and being, being aware of them and, and making use
0: of them. Very good. Thank, Thank you, you for your experience, Brad. And
12: this yes, is Ned.
0: Let me say one thing, and then I'll go to you, Ned. I was just going to say the Jumpstart Mentoring Program. uh, Definitely go to the website, and you will find an application for a mentee. And it is a great experience. It's a twelve-week program, and we'll walk you through. You know, we won't push you off the deep end of the pool without water. We'll help you walk through learning all these gestures, gestures, and uh that's the big thing is just uh learning how these different gestures uh navigate the phone. And uh, you know, like I said, we can help you walk through that with no problem. Go ahead, Ned.
5: Yes, this question would be for Brad. Where do you go to change the background on your screen? It's also
0: in um, accessibility is, Go ahead, Brad. This
3: is Brad. It's it under accessibility, you will find God, where is it? I have to look a second. When I when you see it, you'll know it. It's know. Uh, what is it called? It's um, you'll find there's is it vision? It's, I, I have to look. Yeah. Give me a second. And let me look. It's one of those things. I've done it a million times, but now you ask me the question, I can't tell you exactly what it's called. But when you find it, it will. It's unmistakable what it is. And you go in there. There's yeah, a cool. number of different things. Somebody's got it. What is it?
6: Yeah, well, actually, a, a, a great shortcut is just tell Siri, invert colors. There you go. And, and then and you can, it, it, you don't even, you yeah, can do it in the accessibility settings, but it, you can even tell Siri to enable voiceover. Uh, so, you yes, know, you know can. Then, once you go in, then once you go into accessibility, you can find all of the details. But that's how you can do it at first. And you can also change the font size and the cursor size and a lot of other things in the accessibility settings. But I really, really, really recommend that you try voiceover because you're gonna love it. And you are gonna have double gestures to get used to it first. So for example, you do a one-figure one, one figure double tap instead of a single tap when you wanna open things. So that might throw you off a bit at first, but I really recommend that you, you try voiceover because it's really fantastic.
0: Very good. Thank y'all for y'all's experience and I hope that helps Brooks. Thank you. Yes, I will spend
3: this week trying all these things, and I'll be back next week to listen for more.
0: <laughs> Very good. Thanks this for coming. Terry. Go ahead, Terry.
11: Um, I don't know that everybody agrees with me, but when I teach um, the iPhone, I don't automatically um, teach them while I let allow people to know that you can get Ask Siri for help with things Right. I also like to have them learn the gestures, learn the position of where things are on their right. screens um, tactily, because there True. are times Siri is internet-based and oh, if Siri isn't working. Or if you are on a call and you can't use Siri, for example, it doesn't work on Zoom, when you're on Zoom. Um, you need to know the lay of the land of your phone. And sometimes definitely. it's definitely faster to find something if you know that it's going to be at the bottom left-hand corner of your screen if you do explore by touch. So definitely. I don't teach um, them to use Siri right out of the box.
12: That's,
0: that's a great uh, tip. And you in the Jumpstart program, we do not either, unless it's just an absolute necess- necessity that you need to get to something really quick and you're not able to. But yeah, that's a big part of the jumpstart is learning the lay of the land and how to use the gestures. Of course, Susan? thank you so much. Uh, go ahead, Susan, and then we'll go back. Yeah, to
7: okay.
11: Uh, super fast uh, answer to the question. Go to settings, swipe to access, display and brightness and double tap and you go from there. That's all. Thanks.
0: And Brad?
3: Yeah, I was going to say I found it under uh, uh, under uh, just settings and then accessibility, and then I find display and text size. I think there display what Susan's talking about something a little different. Um, under display and text I see they've changed it over the years. That's why I'm like, I don't know what it is. The I name have of look. it. Yes, they've, they've 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 changed what it is because what they've done is they've added more features. Uh, now it's not just invert colors they have another one that i use now called smart invert and mm-hmm. what smart invert will do is it it inverts your your colors so that you have a black background with white text but it does not invert most pictures and graphics so oh. they stay normal looking i mean i can't see them well enough to see them anyway but i mm-hmm. i still use it and um uh, but you'll find a bunch of stuff in there. That's why you'll find where you can increase font size, which I don't bother to do either because I can't make it big enough for me to read it anyway. But uh, there's a bunch of stuff in there. And that's why they have changed the name of, of, of what it is and you know the, the submenu and things like that. But go check it out. There's a lot yeah, of stuff in good. there. And what I also do is I add Smart Invert to my accessibility shortcut. Uh, I leave voiceover on all the time. So I don't have voiceover as my accessibility shortcut. If I ever need to turn it on or off, I use, uh, Siri to do that, but I rarely turn voiceover off, but that way, if I need to, I can very quickly just press the side button three times and toggle my smart invert on or off. There you go. Go ahead. Susan real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Super duper, super duper
13: fast.
11: Um, I was talking about uh where to go to uh, say like I keep mine on black background also with the white letters that that's okay. where I was going. thank you
0: very good and that's just a reminder a quick tip if it has to do with vision or hearing, if it's a function that that the iPhone is trying to help us out, you'll find it under accessibility uh general stuff with the phone it's in general settings or the first page of settings, and then everything that adapts the phone for um, visually impaired, hearing impaired, will be found under accessibility settings. Great, great conversation. Any uh, anyone else with a new question, new comment?
5: This is Ned again.
0: Go ahead, Ned.
5: Um... On Saturday, I heard part of Joseph's presentation about contacts, and I have a question. So, should I wait for that to be played again, or can I ask the question? You
0: can ask question. Go ahead.
5: Okay, he was talking about if I understood correctly, entering a phone number in your contact, and let's say I put my number in the home line, but I really wanted to put on the mobile line. So, what I do, I have to delete the numbers and retype them.
0: You can, you can go ahead, Brad. You're going to say, you can,
3: you you don't have to change. All you do is change the category label and you put a phone number in there. You can call it whatever you want. When you put it on, on the site, it may start out as home, but you can double tap on that, select it and then double tap. And there's a whole list of different things. You can call it mobile. You can call it iPhone. You can call it home. You can call it, there's a number of things in there. And then there's even a spot down at the bottom to add a label. And you can add one that isn't already in the list.
0: And that is where you find the phone number. If you just swipe once to the right, it'll have that label. And if you double tap that label, it'll bring up that list that Brad is talking about. This is Herbie. Go ahead,
7: I also wanted to mention that you can also add in your own custom labels if you don't like the built in ones. Right. Um, I've done that for a couple of things, like for Metrolift, for instance, and whatnot. So um, that's what that was. Complete control- uh, well, well, he it. mentioned the. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought he was mentioning the preset labels. I was mentioning you can. No, no. He
0: also right. mentioned okay. the custom label. Very good. Okay. Thanks, Harry. Very good. All right. That's a great question. So and spread. yes, go ahead, Brad. I
3: was gonna say, me and Herbie, great minds think alike.
0: <laughs> there you go.
11: This is right. Terry. Go ahead, Terry, with a comment and a question. Go
2: ahead. Um,
11: the comment is that, and, and I apologize if you mentioned this before I came on. Um, there is a 14.7.1 update because it fixes a bug where you couldn't unlock your watch with your phone using, um, using the touch, um, the fingerprint. And so they have now fixed that.
0: Very good.
11: Um, then the other c- question is, uh, and I don't, I'm going to ask it generically because maybe it's not appropriate for here. Um I, I have a question regarding um connecting another device with my iPhone. Um if it
0: connects to the iPhone, yes. Go ahead.
11: Okay. I wonder uh since this uh what are we at now? Seven point, well, seven point seven anyway, update, I'm not able to connect my um orbit writer to my iPhone and I've, I've heard of some people who can and some people who can't and I just wonder if other people have had issues with it and if so Jim. did you find any workaround for that
8: sure go ahead Tim. yes I did see some, I don't have an orbit product but I did see something I can't remember exactly where it may have been on Twitter but there was somebody that wrote in and said they had that issue with their Orbit um, rail display. And Orbit is working on a fix for that. So um, it, I guess what I would say is just kind of be a little <clears throat> patient. And uh, you'll probably see a fix for that a day or two.
7: Yeah, very very good. Thanks,
8: Jim. Go ahead, Aubrey.
7: One workaround you could try, if you have um, this already. If not, I, you probably don't want to purchase it just to try this. but. If you have the um, lightning uh, dongle, the camera adapter, I wonder if it would work if you plug the um, Braille dis- Orbit Writer into the USB port and plug the adapter into your phone and switch the uh, Orbit Writer to the USB channel. Um, you know, I don't know if it's a Bluetooth issue. Or If it's a Bluetooth issue and not a driver issue, then that would work. If it's a driver issue and not a Bluetooth issue, then it probably wouldn't, but that's the one... Workaround that I can think of. Um, I have the beta, so I couldn't tell you if uh, that would. Well, actually, I could try it on an older phone and get back to you later on in the call. But uh, Very
10: good. Thomas here in Grand Junction, Guns- though. Thomas here Go in ahead. Grand Junction. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, I uh, I actually have an Orbit Rider, and uh, I was having an issue with it not because it would always say it was connected, and then I couldn't connect it. What I did to fix the problem, though, is I just did a uh, well. You turn it on first, and you push the left arrow, the space bar, and I think it's key number one to do a. So it puts it into pairing mode, and then try and repair your Orbit Rider to your phone. I did that, and it works just fine. Now I don't have fourteen seven point one, but I do have fourteen point seven, and it works just fine. So very good. Yeah. Say your name Jerry. again. Oh, Mister Name.
0: Go ahead, Terry.
11: Oh, I'm sorry. He was asking for your name again. No, that oh, my name? Th- that was Thomas. Yes. Thomas. I'm, I'm Thomas. Okay. Yeah. Thomas. Okay. okay. Very good. Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thomas, ahead, I've
11: done that a bazillion times and it, it wow. isn't working on either of my iPhones um, that are both at seven fourteen point seven, 14.7. And I don't know why.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like it's a, it's an issue. So maybe, uh, Maybe to get fixed here quickly. Go ahead. Go, Brad, I'm, you had something?
3: Yeah, it's okay. Um, I want to comment on um, what Terry said about the 14.7 and the 14.7.1 update. Yeah, The um, 14.7 came out last week. I read about it, and it said there was a bug, and it said it prevented iPhones with Touch ID from unlocking their Apple Watch. Well, I have an okay. iPhone 12. Pro, and it has Face ID, and I have not been able to unlock my Apple Watch when unlocking my phone. Uh, I saw that the 14.7.1 came out earlier today. I did the update, and it has not resolved the issue with, with my watch unlocking automatically. I still have to type in my password. I have restarted the watch. I've restarted the phone repeatedly. I've toggled the lock uh, gone to the watch app and toggled on and off the unlock with iPhone feature. So I will be on the phone with Apple accessibility tomorrow and letting them know about this. So if anybody, you know, I don't know if it's any different on people who have a touch ID phone, but it certainly is not fixed on a face ID phone.
0: Very good. All right. That was the two for one segment and Terry, uh, just one last question. So was it working on 14.7 and now not 14.71? Or when did it become an issue?
11: It became an issue when I upgraded my phones from 14.6 to 14.7. Okay. Just so last this, week.
0: This little minor update will right. not help you. So hopefully they'll they'll fix it soon.
11: I am just, gonna update it though and try. Try it again, to, you know, 14.7.1, because you never know. You
0: this never know. Go ahead. Real quick Which
3: phone it. do you have, Terry? I'm just curious. Oh,
11: I have uh, SE, the SE 2020s. I'm,
3: I'm sorry. Say it again. Somebody left the.
11: Oh, uh, the SE S- 2020. SE You have SE twenty, so
3: that has touch ID. Well, I right. would be interested in knowing if, if you do the 1471 update and if it fixes your touch ID phone. Because, like I said, mine's Face ID, and it didn't—it didn't correctly issue.
11: I'll let Uh, you know tonight. Thomas here
10: in Grand Junction. Just so you know, I just turned my keyboard on, and it did not connect. It did not connect, and it did like a week ago. So there is a bug in it, then. So it's an accessibility feature, but yeah, because it was paired to it. So,
0: um, all right. And just a reminder, just. When you uh, mention your name, just wait for one of us to call on you and uh, just helps with the, with the general order here. Thank you, Terry, for that question. Any new questions? This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. Um, I was just uh, wondering if, because I thought I
14: heard it on this call a couple weeks ago, if someone does have the um, Echo Bud second generation. Uh, from what I'm reading, they're smaller. And I'm just wondering if the sound is better or, or what is better about the uh, headset.
0: All right. Does anybody have the Echo Earbuds second generation? And we're getting a little background noise. Just be aware of that. I have the first generation. Be curious as well. Going once, going twice, Marty. It sounds like. uh, Do you have? Are you? You're just interested in a pair, or?
14: Well, I'm actually thinking of buying them because they just they were one nineteen, and now they're reduced to eighty nine dollars. Okay. Or eighteen
0: dollars a month. Okay. Very good. For five months. Hmm, I'll have to think about that myself.
14: <laughs> I have the first generation also. And, like and they're a little, they're a little, they're a little, well, they're bigger than the AirPods. And they're and definitely
0: both. Oh, yeah. Bulky. Yeah. Well, thanks anyway. All <laughs> right. Thanks, Marty. All
8: right. New Mr. question. Jim?
0: Go ahead, Jim.
8: Yes, I I like to follow up on Marty's question. Those earbuds, um, I often have, you know, thoughts about purchasing a set, and I my concern is, well, gee, if you lose one, you got to buy a replacement, or maybe you have to buy a whole new pair. Um, are they connected together, and or do they stay, you know? Uh, no, in other it's words, just how just do you? Hear just- them? They're totally separate. This is Marty. Oh, They're totally yeah. separate. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you lose one, you're kind of out of luck.
14: Yeah. Now the, uh, the AirPods, um, I think they do have a find feature because it is an Apple device, like a locator feature. I think.
0: Yes. I'm not positive on that. Yes. So, yeah, you have to be careful with them and, and, I had the uh, first AirPods and then the AirPod Pros, and the good thing about the first AirPods, you could buy a strap to keep them together, but uh, with the new design, they have the, uh, the button on the stem, that strap does not work, but anyway, but yeah, so you just have to be careful with them. And uh, Okay, thank you. I'll keep that in mind. Very good. Thank you, Marty. And thank you, Jim. New question. This is Joe. Go ahead, Joe. All right.
3: Um, I was wondering how the soundscape work and is that a subscription or do you just buy the program?
0: Soundscape. This is Jim Brad. Go ahead, Brad, and then we'll go to
8: Jim.
3: Let Jim take it. Let Jim take it. Okay,
8: Jim. Alright, Soundscape is a program, an app made by Microsoft. It's a navigation program, and uh, it is free. Um, so just sort of like it's just like seeing AI, only it's used for walking around navigation. I have played with it a little bit in the car, you know, just to kind of see what I would get. But uh, it's a free download, so you can uh, take it, try it, put it through its paces, and kick the tires and it See if you like it or not.
0: Okay. Thank
8: you, the like that.
0: Go ahead, Brad, and then Jody.
14: Oh, that was. That was hey, rest great. in peace, my smoke.
0: Great catch. All right. We'll take a breath and
9: regroup right. here. Okay. So, I, we... I believe
0: Brad was saying that he was going to say pretty much the same thing, and I think Jody had a comment. Yeah,
9: just uh, Jody, hold if tight. you're there, we you can ask unmute. Her... Okay, well, hold on, we got to ask her to unmute. So, hang
0: on. Yep, all right, cat like reflexes.
9: Hey Jody, we sent you an invite to ask to unmute. So All go right, ahead. you will have to ex- hit the unmute button.
0: You will have to uh, respond to the notification and unmute, or it should unmute you if you respond.
9: So, yep. We okay? Can you hear me now?
6: Yes. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Very yes. good. I go use ahead. Soundscape all the time and it is really fantastic. Um, I am in a rural location and it will even identify driveways because the properties here are spread out. And so the driveways are spread hold out on, too. Just a reminder, now,
0: everybody, please stay on mute.
6: Now, now the advantage, I think the I advantage think is that hold on. Jody. Hold on, Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead uh,
0: go ahead too. All
6: so uh, one of the, the, the only thing about soundscape is that you're going to want to have uh, uh stereo earbuds uh, because you're going to get your right directions in your right ear and your left directions in your left ear and um, but it you know and you so you want to have earbuds also that'll let you hear the ambient sounds around you and don't block the uh the sounds around you from when you're listening to it but it's really, really fantastic. When you're in town it will identify the library is on the right and you'll hear it in your right ear. Center Street is in your on your left and you'll hear it in your left ear and it's, it's just really fantastic so it's a free app it was developed by Microsoft and it's uh, I, I highly recommend it.
0: Very good. Thank you, Jody. And this is not a plug for aftershocks, but this would be a a good time to use aftershocks. The -the over-the-ear jawbone headphones Uh, leave your ears open for the surround the sounds surrounding you, and you'll still be able to hear the app. All right, Sandy, is everybody unmuted?
9: Uh, no, uh, right now. No.
0: Okay. okay. i tell you what, me, Jody, just uh, a question. Sure. Go ahead, Jody.
9: No,
6: no, you go ahead. You go ahead.
0: Oh, you're it's your floor.
6: Oh, okay. All right. You've got well, the floor. I've got a, I've got a really, I've got a really basic question. Uh, in spite of the fact that I've used sure. iPhones for 10 years I don't use the scrub gesture and I want to be able to use it so I can okay. teach it to my mentee and sure. I don't seem to get the knack of how to use it or even what it does. It's kind of like using the escape key on a on a uh, laptop, right?
0: Correct. It's a great gesture and if you put two fingers together and I usually put, put my fingers on the left side of the screen. Sandy, you're, on, on, you're unmuted again. Thank you. If you just put two fingers together and put it on the left side of the screen, and if you make a Z and go from the right or the left to the right, back to the left, and then back to the right, making a Z on the screen with two fingers touching at all times, you'll be able to do the scrub gesture. Okay.
6: Okay. Well, thank you. I'll, it I'll give it a, a try. Yeah, well, that's just it. I was and I was trying it and I I wasn't getting the knack.
0: So yeah, and and if you go into the uh, voiceover practice area, it's a great place just to make sure you have fingers on the screen and that it's it's touching the whole way through the gesture, and uh, it it shouldn't take you any time at all. And here in a little bit, I'm actually going to touch on something that that may help you and others out as well if you if you're having. Uh, any issues making an a gesture or want to reassign a gesture, you know, you can also do that as well. But the scrub, I Thank use you. the scrub quite a bit. Thank you, Joey. Great question, Sandy. I'm not sure.
9: Yeah, we're gonna just uh, we're gonna have to just uh, play it I'll by what, ear here. So maybe you wanna I'll
0: tell you what since everybody's. Uh, muted, I'll go ahead and do my little demo.
9: Okay, perfect. Just,
0: uh, kind of re- redo the o- order here.
9: So as we've been talking, we are, uh, we usually have our Bites segment, and this is where we do a five-minute demo by one of our facilitators, and today we are going to have a presentation by Keith, and we are going to let's see what he's going to be talking about so thank All you very right. much
0: thank you Sandia, and uh i was going to uh call this daniel's dynamic demo but yes it is i Boat bites and uh, just like uh, jody had mentioned the scrub gesture uh there is a way we can reassign gestures if you're having uh issues with making a gesture like the rotor gesture Or if there is something in the rotor that you really want to shortcut anymore, or shortcut even more, say that ten times. uh, You can also assign one of those uh, rotor features as an adjuster by itself. Um, And to get to this, and I will use Siri. Open Voiceover settings.
15: Let's take a look at the
12: settings for voiceover. Accessibility back button.
0: And one thing I wanted to mention, and this is for basic users, uh, let your voiceover talk. And that's one of the hardest things to to learn at first. Is you know you want to touch the screen automatically, and voiceover will tell you exactly where you are. If you'll let uh, it, it, just like that, I ask to open voiceover settings. And if you will give Siri uh, or excuse me, if you give voiceover a chance to speak, she will tell you or she or he will tell you exactly where you are. And uh, anytime you open something up, it will refocus to the top. And usually it is the heading of the page or the app or, you know, it, it will tell you exactly where you are. So we are in voiceover settings. And we're gonna swipe right until we come to commands.
12: Voice over, voiceover, voiceover tap wants to select an item.
0: And I don't have much volume.
12: Double so. tap to activate this to learn more. Link. Voice over practice. Speaking rate. Speaking rate. Speech button. Braille. But verbosity. But audio. Commands. Button.
0: So I started from the top and I was just wiping right until I found commands and I will double tap that all commands button and it opens up and says all commands which commands heading commands is the heading and then it goes to all uh, commands all button. commands touch gestures and button. touch gestures and in in this you can reassign gestures it will tell you uh, what gestures are available, and if something is assigned to them, and it also lets you know if it is an unassigned gesture. And I will say, uh, all commands Button. you hear all commands first, and basically the difference between these two, all commands will list every the functions first, and then you open it up, and it will tell you what gesture and what keyboard command is assigned to that function. Whereas if you go to touch gestures, it will list the gestures that are available first.
12: Commands, all commands, button, touch gestures.
0: Come on, double tap there.
12: Tap, one finger, Heading.
0: And it did not open up at the top. back button,
12: touch gestures,
0: But you can hear touch gestures at the top and then You can go through, if you know how to use headings, all these are categorized by heading. Tap one finger, heading. So you have tap one finger. Tap two fingers. Tap two fingers. Tap three fingers. So you see. Three fingers single tap, read item summary button. I went to the heading and just swiped right. So you see the, uh, the, Type of gesture is your heading, and then it it gets more specific under that heading for the single tap or double tap. And I'm going to go down to two finger swipe because I want to show you something that I've done. Four fingers. Swipe
12: one finger. Heading. Swipe two
0: fingers. So swipe two fingers. I use headings a lot. So I really like. Uh, another gesture that I can do headings real quick. And I, I, I chose the two finger swipe at first because it was an unassigned gesture. But I have found that, you know, in swiping right and left with one finger and then the ability to swipe right or left with a two finger um, a swipe, you know, I, I'm easily able to uh, go back and forth between uh, swiping right and left and then swiping right and left with the two fingers to go through the heading. So I'm not even having to really move the phone, move the fingers or anything. So it's pretty efficient. But um, you can hear... Two fingers swipe left. Button. Two fingers swipe left. And you notice it says two fingers swipe left. And that's all that it says.
12: Swipe two fingers. Two, Two fingers swipe right. Move to next heading. Button.
0: So you notice two fingers swipe right says move to next heading. So uh, two fingers swipe left and you hear nothing. You know that is an unassigned gesture and the two fingers swipe right and then it tells you it is uh, advanced to the next heading. Well, you know that that gesture is assigned. So that's the difference there. And um, I'm going to go ahead and double tap to the one that's already assigned because I want to show you something there as well. Cancel button. So when you double tap there, it will open up everything that you can assign to that gesture. Commands. Heading. And this page is also um, categorized or, or listed as headings and then more specifically.
12: Search. Search field.
0: The function.
12: Actions available. Interaction. Heading. Activate. Basic navigation. Hitting, move to bottom of container.
0: So it's real easy to get around in these lists. And there, like I said, there are a lot of gestures and there's a lot of functions. So I encourage you to at least go through and and look at what gestures are available and look at what you can assign to those gestures because this right here, it allows you to customize voiceover to you. And I, I think it's real powerful. One thing I do want to show you as well as at the bottom of the screen, and I'm going to do a four finger double tap. Vertical scroll bar, 14 pages. 100% and it puts me on the adjustable. vertical scroll bar. And if I go uh, swipe to the left, it has a remove button. So if you have an, a, a gesture with something assigned to it, you can al- always remove that function. And I will not do it in this case because I do want. Uh, advanced heading on the two finger swipe left but I just want you to be aware that, that you are able to remove gestures uh, we got in a uh, uh, question last week about uh, something and that was inadvertently happening so if, if it's a gesture that's, that you do not use and it's, it's inadvertently activating something you can always go remove that function Cancel button. So I'm going to go to the top and cancel this one.
12: Selected. Two fingers swipe. Three fingers heading. Two fingers, two fingers swipe up. Read from top. Selected. Two fingers two fingers swipe left. Button. So
0: I'm going to go back to the two finger swipe left. And I've already assigned the two finger swipe right to advance heading. Advance to the next heading. So I'm going to double tap here. Cancel button and I'm gonna assign the two finger swipe left to go back to the previous heading. So I'm gonna find that, I'm gonna go by heading and find the category. Commands, heading, interaction, heading,
12: basic navigation, move to bottom of container, move to bottom of document.
0: So I'm-
12: Move to first item.
0: Looking for heading.
12: Move to item above, move to item below, move to last item. Move to linked item. Move to next container. Move to next item. Move to next visible. Move to previous container. Move to previous item. Move to previous Move to status bar. Move to top of container. Move to top of document. Text navigation. Move to next block quote. Rose one to ten. Interaction. Dictate button. Interaction. Heading. Activate. Basic navigation. Move to bottom of container. Text navigation. Heading, move to next block quote. Move to next color
0: change. Move to next font change. I have to admit. Move to next
12: item with bold text. Move to next item with
7: italic text.
12: Move to next item with plain text. Move to next item with underlined text. Move to next advanced navigation. Heading, item text search. Move to next column.
0: I uh, lost where the headings are. So... Item
12: text Previous word. Previous sentence.
0: I'll have to go back and look editing. at
12: that myself.
0: And just so you can see how it is done, I
12: will... Cancel button commands, search, search feed, but interact, dictates, search, search field. It actually has a search
0: field. So Actions I'm going to use the search field. Wasn't planning on doing this, but we'll see search field. how the...
12: G-H-A-B-H-H-W-E-A-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-D-E-A-
0: see if it pops up. Move to next heading. There we go. So move to next has already been assigned to the two-finger swipe right.
12: Advanced navigation. Move move to next same heading. Move to previous heading.
0: There we go. So I found it in a search. So you do have that long list. And if you are unable to quickly find something, uh, the search comes in handy. So I'm going to double tap there. Selected two-finger swipe left. And now that two-finger swipe left should be assigned to uh, go to previous heading, and I'm going to try it out. Swipe. Two
12: fingers. Heading. Swipe. One finger.
0: Heading. All Four right. Fingers, heading. So I now have the two-finger swipe left assigned to go to previous navigate, or excuse me, go to previous heading. Vertical
12: screen. And you can also commands.
0: Back button. do the four finger double tap at the top and that will take you to the Command. back button. Touch and button. then here I'm going to do a scrub here just so y'all can hear that as well. So I'm putting two fingers together. I'm putting it closer to the top left and then I'm going to go right back left and back right and you see how it basically escaped out of that page and went to the previous page. So that's that's uh, commands under voiceover and touch gestures. Um, you can customize any of these gestures to basically any function that we have, any anything that you can think of, anything that you can think of to make your life easier or omit. If it's at inadvertently doing something. So, uh, also, I know some people that that have the rotor reassigned. You know, advanced rotor go to the previous rotor setting. And uh, those of you that that have uh, maybe have some issues with the rotor doing the clockwise clockwise turn to the right and turn to the left, you can always also reassign it. And that two finger swipe right and two finger swipe left is also good to uh, do the rotor right and left if, if that's what you want to use it for. So, Sonia, that was basically it. All
9: right. Okay, let's see let's, uh, if we have any questions.
0: Would you like people to raise their hands now? Because I think we can pretty much figure out who's who.
9: All right. Somebody, if you have a... Question for Keith about the demonstration. You can say your name, want to be recognized?
0: Okay. Very good. Anybody? Now we're back to the regular scheduled program.
9: So people Anybody should be able with... to unmute. So yeah say your name this so this was talking about reassigning commands we've talked about it a couple of times so it can be a very powerful tool so reassigning
0: thank you yeah and uh it definitely will make your life a lot easier and that's that's the whole point and like i said it's customizing voice over to you do we have a question
16: yeah, sorry. This is Chanel. I just didn't. Oh, hi,
9: Chanel. Were go we ahead.
16: supposed to raise our hands or? No, no. We... no go ahead. No, no we, we're going back to our
9: regular. Yeah. Go ahead.
16: No, um, I just wanted to. Well, first of all, great job with the demo. Um, Thank you. One question and a comment. My question is: Have you ever figured out a way to like? I, I don't know if it's in there, but you know how there's different heading levels and things. Like, you know, I get a lot of emails right. or different things with, you know, where some things are heading level one and somewhere at heading level two or whatever have you seen a way to um you know assign maybe i don't know assign a gesture to those other heading levels or
0: i'll be honest um, i do not remember seeing that but i'm not saying that it's not there but i do believe it's just uh heading in general right so it'll go to one two three you know as you advance yeah I
16: love that gesture, though it's my my Uh, favorite. (laughs) And and my other yeah, and my other just quick comment is um, the demo that Brad did a couple weeks ago really really helped me last week um, in terms of do not disturb and what I got out of it. I don't remember exactly his demo, but what I learned is that I could create to have do not disturb on for calendar events, and I always forget to turn my do not disturb back off. So if I just create a calendar event. And then it'll turn off, you know, when I'm de- when I um, start the do not disturb, and then it'll automatically turn off. I'm done with the event. and that really helped me last week because I had a bunch of events I had to. Um, oh wow,
12: that's so great! So, tip.
16: so that was really cool. I mean, I it took me a bit to get to the controls on iOS 15, but I figured it out, and it was um, very useful. So
0: very good. Thanks for that, Chanel. To
16: say these demos are helpful,
0: <laughs> no doubt. Thanks Chanel. you all right, any more comments on reassigning gestures or a new question?
9: Got about 1 minute before half time. Right. Anybody have one a question, question for Keith? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the demo or I have a question. Yeah, go ahead, Eva. Go ahead. Okay, it's confession time.
15: Um I wanted to know if there's any way like if you're on a Zoom call or if you're on Clubhouse or something and you suddenly have to mute every all the audio real quick um because like Uh, Since I'm at a call center, I have to take calls, which is fine, but I just want to be able to mute it real quick and then come back to it as soon as I'm finished. I know you can do that with music with the two-finger double tap.
0: So is the confession that you're doing this in the call center? Yes. Would anybody like to to, uh, help email? Oh, are you there? Yes.
15: Okay. Uh, I, I didn't hear what was said. I guess the audio
0: went... I was just, No, I was just seeing if anybody had a uh, comment uh, for you. This is Marty. Go ahead, Marty. <laughs> um, I think when
14: you go from Zoom to your call, I don't think you, you need to mute because your call, like you're, you're out of the Zoom when you're in the call, so...
15: No, I'm I not know. on when I'm doing the calls. See, they come in. I'm wearing a headset. And they come in through my computer, so I have to. Um, if but sometimes I'm listening on my iPod to different things just to keep my mind busy. And this so, is mute the audio really fast.
0: Go ahead, Herbie.
7: Some people, but I I've had honestly intermittent luck with this. Some people have gotten while on a Zoom call the two finger double tap to work to mute their. um audio at least you know from the transmitting side but um are, are, are you wanting to me audio on both side ways or just like um what you're trans what i you just are tra-
15: want the callers to hear that i'm that there's something in because we can't have any background
7: noise oh well i've got in a simple way um have your screen unlocked put your phone in your pocket so it thinks it's going to the earpiece and um there you go oh. that'll keep it from going on the speaker that
15: love house too or no
7: no clubhouse Ugh. it would not but could you wear um what about wearing like one of those um you know apple airpods so you have you'll have two different headphones in but
1: uh,
15: okay i have to think about
7: that i thought about it but I'm... i mean if, i mean you could take the headphone out when you have to deal with your customer service call and just put it like behind your
15: True, ear yeah. or
7: whatever so okay. and then you just put it back in when there's a lull
15: yeah, I can. I can do that. Thanks, guys. <laughs> I'll All figure right. it out.
0: <laughs> That's a good question. Thank you. And Sandy, I think that brings us to halftime.
10: Thomas, real quick, here in Grand Junction. Oh yeah,
0: sure. We'll go. Just Thomas, real, real quick, just and, real quick. We'll go,
10: and you can try this. I have not done this, but uh, you could turn on what's called voice control for your phone, and then when you're in the Zoom, you could say. Tap mute button and it should tap it, so that it does mute it. And then you say, tap unmute and it should unmute it. That way you're not having to touch the phone. So, like I said, I haven't done it, but it's worth a try.
0: Worth a try. Thanks, Thomas. Yep. All right, Sandia, are you ready?
9: Yes, sir. Very good. Thank you very much. We're all ready for the second half. Thank you. Okay, so quick, uh, anybody who didn't get to say hello the first time, want to say hello and say who you are, where you're from, real quick. Anybody? Keep. City. Hey, Eva, welcome.
17: Welcome. Kathy and Tulsa. Welcome.
8: Joe and Norman.
9: Welcome, sir. Anybody else? Kelsey from Ohio. Hey, Welcome. Arlene, North Hi, Arlene. Welcome. Anybody else didn't get to say hi? Okay. Well, oh, very it's good. Chanel. Sorry. Oh, hey, Chanel.
16: Welcome. I didn't get to. Say, I was listening the first hour, but oh, not a okay. place where water would get on the phone, and yeah, wouldn't be good. Uh, so.
9: very good. We are glad you're here. We're glad all of y'all are here. So. Real quick, um, this uh, this is the fifth week uh, of the month. It's kind of weird. So all of our it's just kind of weird. Uh, so anyway, tomorrow Tuesday we have I bug mini buzz from five to six on the clubhouse app, and then we have the Mac and talk tomorrow night here back on Zoom from seven to eight thirty. So check that out. With you know whether you have questions about the Mac or get a Mac or you have a Mac and it's just acting like a paperweight. know that's uh, what that call is all about so come check it out and then and then and then let's see oh we had a really fun and informative apple workshop this saturday lots of new uh, presenters we had nancy from oregon we had jody from new hampshire and joseph all the way from canada so it was really wonderful and we were working on getting that call up and they were uh, really wonderful, and so we will make that happen very soon. We'll keep you posted on that. Um, let's see. Those are the basic announcements. You can always find out what's coming up on iBugToday.org, our website, and go to the upcoming tab. We encourage you to register. It doesn't cost anything, and that way you can get apprised of all the upcoming events. Michael sends out a, a very nice uh, com- compilation of events for the month, and that way you can figure out where and when you will be coming to our events. We hope you come to all of them. We'd love for you to come to all of them. Okay, so let's see. I think there's something happening on Friday. It's iBug night at the virtual movies. Uh, in addition to Monday night, that's my favorite night. So let's see with the wonderful, magnificent, and ever so lovely iBug guy. Are you there? Mr. McCulloch, are you there?
1: What is it? Yes,
0: yes, yes.
9: Ta-da! Oh my God.
1: <laughs> yes, 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 I am here now. <laughs> all right, all right. We are ready for Friday night. Okay. Friday night starting at did you already say the times? Uh No, you could do that. Okay, I'll repeat the times. 7.30 p.m. is our pre-movie giggly time.
9: Giggly time?
1: Yes. You can come in early, get your little funny bone tickled, play some music, guessing, guess that song, name that tune, whatever you want to call it and other fun stuff then starting at 8 the movie will start more or less promptly and then after the movie you can stick around and have more fun with the after movie social discussion discussion and trivia alright All right. so that's the best part Well, after the movie. Okay, so we've got a film for this week, and I hear a lot of scratching and scribbling.
9: All right, Mr. McCulloch, you're back on mute. Go ahead. You have to come back in. You will have to unmute, Mr. McCulloch.
1: All right. How about now? Sound great. Go ahead. All right. You will have to unmute people to play the game. So yeah, everybody
9: all is is unmuted.
1: All right, and uh, stay muted until it's time to guess. All right. So what we have coming up is Michael's show. Oh, I thought you'd never For get this there. week. We have some fabulous clues to figure out what the movie is. And I don't have anything witty to say about words to this week. But anyway, we'll skip (laughs) that part.
9: Is that something new? Is it a new problem?
1: (laughs) All right. All right.
9: Let's get to the clues. How about it? We have five
1: clues. The first clue is always... Rather nebulous, but this one's rather a good clue, if I may say so myself. Nebulous? Our film this week is set in a city we have seen in several of our Friday night movies previously.
9: Mm -hmm. So just uh, say your name and then wait to be recognized by Mr. McCulloch if you have uh, an answer. Would you like to guess the movie? We have seen the movie. Everybody should be able to unmute if you have have a guess.
1: We have not seen this movie. We have seen other movies that take place in the same city. Mm -hmm. Was the clue. Okay. So, it was not such a good clue. (laughs) After all, it was a good clue, but it's just hard. All right. Our main character is... Considered by some, Fred Astaire's female equivalent. Mm. Sophistication mixed with fizzy fun.
9: Did you say fizzy? Fizzy. Fizzy. N-
1: okay. Not my word, but words of some others. The main character is considered by some Fred Astaire's female equivalent sophistication mixed with fizzy fun.
5: This is Ned. All right, Ned. Well, I'm thinking of the woman who starred in the Thin Man series, that actress, but I can't think of her name. Okay. Title. I need a we're title, look, we need a we're title looking sir. A
1: movie. We don't care about the
5: actress at this point. Okay. Well, I said The Thin Man, but that's not. Oh, it. The
1: Thin Man. Okay. Yeah, I'm no. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry.
5: Okay. The Thin Man is
1: not what we're looking for this week, but good guess. All right. Anyone else before I move on to clue number three? All
9: right. Yes. I think we're okay. Ready.
1: In our film, we see two reluctant lovers have a past that they struggle to keep at bay.
9: Isn't that in all of our movies? (laughs) Okay, anybody?
0: Go ahead, ahead, Keith. So is this a rom-com?
1: It could be considered a rom. Yes. All right. I guess we will move on to the next clue. Clue number four. This is going to give it away. I'm afraid.
9: What are
16: you doing, Stepbro?
9: Okay. Hold on.
16: What are you doing, Stepbro? Okay.
9: Okay. That is not part of the clue. So Michael's gonna say the clue and you're gonna have to raise your hand to wait to be acknowledged. So just hold tight. All right, Mr. McCulloch. Go ahead with the next clue. You gotta unmute yourself.
1: Okay, here we go. Unfortunately Yep, apparently. A bomber is messing us up. Somebody's already got their hand raised.
9: Well, let's make sure it's...
1: Area 415. Are they legitimate? I
9: believe that might be a bummer. Hmm. Okay, keep going. What's the question? All right, clue number
1: four. A little black
9: dress makes the world go round... Oh, so you guys will have to raise your hand. okay, Ned has got his hand raised.
1: right? you oh. hear that no. Wait uh, oh, only, no. only hear the. okay, anybody have 5. their want
9: to raise their hand? You can raise your hand. Anybody just find uh, the to, raise hand button.
1: Hmm? Try to un- try to unmute everybody again.
9: okay. Okay, Chris. All right, Chris, go ahead. I saw Chris's hand.
0: Chris, you'll have to unmute. I heard her as well. And Ned, go ahead and unmute Ned. If you can.
13: Can you hear me? Yeah, there you are, oh, Chris. Go go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I forgot what the glue are. <laughs> the
9: guest oh. for the movie. Yes, okay. my dear. I know um, you know this. Breakfast at Tiffany's. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Mr. McCulloch, does that sound right to you? Poor Mr. McCulloch. Where are you, sir?
1: That's <sighs> not. Okay, go. On. Come back. If I could get unmuted, it yep. would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get Man, it. Man, I did my ding, ding, ding,
9: and all kinds of bells and whistles so here again. Yeah, go ahead, Chris needs it. We need all the encouragement we can get. Oh my goodness,
1: very good, Chris. Come that
9: on, was... but... do the ding, 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 ding. Yes, yes,
13: yes. Just <laughs> 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 so much better now. Oh, I should probably go back to the. <laughs>
1: All right, all right. So we are watching Breakfast at Tiffany's, starring the very busy, funny, sophisticated Ms. Ms. Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. Yes, I was getting ready to say the wrong Hepburn, but uh, that's very good. And uh, something, Popard. What's his first name? Anyway, Popard is the uh, male character in... George. George. Why don't yes. we let
9: Chris do the clues?
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So we will be watching... I didn't get to do my fifth clue, which was going to be a musical clue, which of course you probably would have guessed I would have played a segment of moon river, mm-hmm. which would have totally given it away. But anyway, that is our movie for the week. And we, uh, Johnny, what do we have for our
9: lovely winner this week? All right, I'm so excited. I thought you'd never ask. So for Ms. Chris, we have the signature Tiffany blue jewelry box. Mm -hmm. Okay. You'll have to fill it yourself. <laughs> Very nice. But it is, I mean, you can't even buy them. They're like, i believe me, I don't have any hopes of getting something from Tiffany's. So all I want is the box, you know? But anyway, so it's the beautiful blue velvet box. And you're in luck. You will also have the signature little black dress. Emphasis on little. Okay, <laughs> good thing you can use it, Chris. All right, glad <laughs> it's not one of the guys. Okay, <laughs> so I Chris, have
0: you ever possessed. done Audrey Hepburn?
13: <laughs> <laughs> have I ever done Audrey Hepburn? Yeah, yeah. she's
9: done Catherine. Uh, so, okay. oh no, she did Audrey. She did um from uh, uh, the other one from the movie, Imitation. He's meaning so. Oh. <laughs>
13: All right. Well, uh, thank you, you. I'll sing a little Moon River for you next time. Yeah, please. Okay, very okay. Good. We, we can <laughs>
9: hold on till the next time. All right, my Huckleberry friend. All right.
13: Great, okay. great,
9: everybody.
1: Thank you again, everyone, for playing. my God, my name,
9: my name All uh, right, and will you please uh, bid everyone good night, Mr. McCulloch?
1: Good night, Mr. McCulloch.
9: All right. You're so good. Okay, guys, we are back on track. go here. watch
1: the Olympics.
9: We you stop. Okay, go back on mute. Okay, here we go. Mr. Oh, what am I saying? Okay, so we are back to our regularly scheduled program. So who somebody new that hasn't had a chance that wants to ask a question, please say your name, and we will recognize you, hopefully. So who would like to be that person? Somebody that didn't have a chance. It was pretty fast and furious, the first part. So we are stopping the traffic. So say your name, I'm waiting to be recognized. And just a reminder that at the 9 o'clock hour, since I told you today's a packed call, we will have iToys. So Herbie and somebody will be doing a segment on some hardware, some cool hardware. So anybody else want to have a question? Who has a question? And there's no need to raise hands, just say your name, please.
13: This is Chris. Go ahead, Chris. If you don't mind. Sure. I have uh, I have a question about a music uh, a music player. But first off, when Eva, I think it was Eva was asking about she was trying to mute her was it she said her iPod or her phone real fast. Remember last time in the other call you had brought about that um, was it called disconnect audio? Uh
9: yes, uh-huh, Dis- disconnect audio in Zoom. Uh-huh.
13: Is that yeah. what she was asking about? I think.
9: Oh, that could that could help,
13: uh, Eva. If you want to pipe in, have you tried that? If she wanted to mute, you know, mute the people on the call, so she nobody could hear the people talking on the Zoom. I think that's what she was talking about.
9: Right, right, and that that's absolutely right. That would quickly uh, be able to do that.
13: So that was referring to her call, her question. Uh, my question is does anybody have uh, a suggestion for an app to basically just play music on the phone? Um, I want to download my, yeah, my CDs. Yes, I'm old. My CDs and just digital download MP3 players, uh, MP3 files, but I don't want to use Apple music. I don't want to use YouTube music. I don't want to use any of that. I just want an app that I can download my music, my MP3 files, and then use it You know, just one app just for that, without commercials, without anything else. Does anybody have, and I tried the Play Music, the Google Play Music app, and then they discontinued that and forced you to go to YouTube Music, which I don't want to do that. So does anybody have another suggestion? Or even possibly I heard Eva talk about an iPod, maybe the new and improved iPod, perhaps. Does anybody have one of those?
9: All right. So she's looking for some kind of a music app where she can play her own MP3 files. Is that correct? Okay. Anybody have any thoughts for Chris? Say your name. Wait, you be, should be able to unmute. You have a suggestion, this is Herbie. Yes, right. sir. Please go ahead.
7: Um the suggestions I have all involve downloading stuff to your music. I can't um the the best suggestion I have for online is itunes and paying for itunes match which is not the same as apple music what it does is it lets you import all like your own mp3 files and whatnot into itunes and then you can play it on any device and you can stream and um whatnot now if you don't care about the fact that you have to select one track at a time, and you know you, you don't want it to randomly shuffle or go to the next track. There are definitely some external apps you could use, like VLC Media Player, but I've never gotten those apps to do those things with online files, only local files. Um, but maybe Brad has a better suggestion.
9: All right. Did Brad, you had a comment? I didn't hear you. Um,
3: well, yes. I was a little confused at what exactly she was trying to do. I mean, I know if you're trying to put a whole music library, I don't know, maybe what Herbie suggested VLC, but uh, I don't use it on my iPhone. But if you have just a single file here or there, like a podcast or something you've downloaded, want to listen to, you can always uh, add that to uh voice stream reader. We'll play MP3s.
13: Yeah, no, I have. I want like a whole music library I want to download you know a bunch of CDs or a bunch of digital downloads that I already have basically I like that play music app by Google you know you can put all your music in there you can make playlists you could shuffle all the stuff Herbie was talking about but then they discontinued it so I'm looking for an app that will let me download a a bunch of stuff. Go
9: ahead Eva. Finally, I got unmuted. Yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, yes. You wanted a follow up, or do you have you. a suggestion for a cri- you, Chris? It's, it's or about an app. What I've
15: I've done before is I've used OneDrive, and if you excuse the motorcycle outside. Um, anyway, <laughs> I have OneDrive, and I put the app on my phone, so like you can put stuff inside of OneDrive, like even from your computer. You can create a music folder, and. Um, then you can actually go into your onedrive app and play those different songs,
13: just one at a time,
15: yes, and I don't know if I can get it to to shuffle where it just would play them at random, but I mean that's something I've done before
13: or playlist or you know per per album per c d that kind of thing,
15: yeah it. I think, I wonder if you can, I haven't experimented with that. I just know that's how I can play one track at a time, but I can access that library from my OneDrive, from the OneDrive app.
13: Do you have to pay for OneDrive per month? No.
15: It's, um, it's with Microsoft.
13: Do you have to pay for it per month?
9: Uh, no.
8: This is Jim. No.
9: Okay, Jim. It's go free. Ahead. It's free. Okay. All right. Hopefully that. Anybody else have any suggestions for Chris so she can listen to multiple songs at the same time? Is that what you're actually?
7: This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead. How large of a music collection are we talking about? Pretty big. Pretty big. And I'm assuming because if it's if it's depending on the size, you could just use iTunes to download it directly onto your. phone without having to pay for anything, but if it's a big collection, I'm afraid you're probably, because, you know, like OneDrive, Dropbox, all they do is, you know, you can get them to play files one at a time, but I think you're going to need to um, bite the bullet and either look into iTunes Match or use Apple Music, because, yeah, it's the getting apps to play multiple files. The only other thing I've been able to do is use Voice Dream Reader to play zip files, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. So, so her
13: So you said for iTunes, if you download all your music into iTunes, can you do things like that, the playlist and things like that in, through iTunes?
7: Yes, but I don't think, unless they've changed it, given you some more flexible options with the free version, I think you still have to pay for iTunes Match if you want, if you don't want to download stuff directly onto your phone. But otherwise, if you have the capacity on your phone. Yeah, I do then you could download all your music using iTunes directly onto your phone. And then, yeah, you you can create playlists and all that stuff um, right there on your phone or whatever you want to do. So So,
8: Jim. Yeah, go ahead, Jim.
7: Uh,
8: Okay. I have a question for Herbie. I don't know how, if you can do this or not, but I at one point in time heard that you could just take a picture of your, the label of your CD and iTunes would see that you'd be able to download those CDs from the, you know, you'd be able to download those albums from the app store. Is that true or am I mistaken?
9: Okay. Does anybody I... know that? Okay. Herbie, like do you know that anybody? Okay. Hold on. Let's get back to Chris's question. Okay. Anybody have any, Chris, is that helpful or do you have any other for, I mean, how about this? Um We talked about that like putting couldn't we put things on like that drive and then connect it with that lightning cable? Would that work or not? Like this is through Keith. the files app. Go ahead, Keith.
0: I actually have a, uh, an app that does exactly this. I haven't used it in a bit and I'll have to go find it, but I will, Chris, I will get back with you because it does work well. I download stuff out of Dropbox and actually mm-hmm. am able to make playlists and, uh, it worked. It worked pretty well uh, last year, so I'd, I'll have to go and make sure that it still works.
13: Okay. I mean, if iTunes can do that, you know, I just didn't. I don't have Apple Music, and I don't have Spotify. Print. I don't have any of that kind of stuff. So I just wanted just my music, just a you know a way to download it someplace locally on my phone, and then manipulate it just minimally, not not you know nothing too fancy. So, and I just couldn't find an app, just simple app for just music download. So, so maybe maybe iTunes. Um, I'll I'll give a look at that. So thanks, everybody. All this right, is Kathy. Got,
17: go ahead, Kathy. Um, this isn't exactly one of the ways I listen to music is with the A Lady. If you had the A Lady app, could you also just say you know play like I can tell her to play an album or play you know songs like whatever. I,
13: I think that depends that, if you pay, right? Yeah,
17: okay. if you pay for the music. Yeah. Well you could get more like if you play prime but i listen to a lot that's not on I, we have amazon prime is on one
7: mm-hmm. a lady
17: but the other ones don't have it so you still get you know every once in a while she plays has a song she won't play but mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Can, yeah my question is i guess mm-hmm. can you use the amazon app and play music that this way this is herbie Okay, go ahead.
7: Yes, theoretically you should, though I do want to just uh, gently remind that she wanted to specifically have access to her, her own, yeah. own material, so that was how I focused right. my answer well, Alexa, so she mean, could like... access her own. But, but Alexa will only play what is available like on the Amazon servers, and I don't think, you know, I, I, I mean, yeah, you could use it that way, but it wouldn't play your own music. In... Well,
17: I mean, like, that's what I mean, where she'll play... Albums, like if I have an album, a lot of my stuff I haven't been ever to listened to right from the source in years, but we copied it all onto the computer. But, I don't know if you can um, do that
7: with the free version of Alexa, though. I know you can do like playlists and stuff that she has. I don't know if you can. I don't know with the free version if you can play play like albums and whatnot.
9: All right, okay. here. Yeah. I have to uh, they... try it. Thank you, thank you. Okay, we're at the 9 o'clock hour. That's when I said we're going to do the iChoice segment, and then we will resume. It'll be about a 10-minute demo, pretty quick. And then we'll continue with our questions. So just hold tight, and uh, we will go back. This on is Keith. This. Yes, sir.
0: I was just letting you know, I have to step away just in case we get Zoom bombed. we will not be here.
9: All right, thank you.
0: Okay, thank you.
7: All right, well. Oh,
9: sorry, Herbie, go ahead. You can unmute now.
7: I was going to say I can definitely help um, deal with okay, any Zoom yeah. bombers and stuff like that. So. All right, great. Let's go for it. Okay. All right, all guys. Yours. So this is the iToy segment, and, uh, you know, first of all, we talk about uh, different accessories and stuff. Now, um, one of the things we're going to try to do with our iToy segment is balance things out a little bit so we're not always talking about four or $500 devices. Um, but that being said, sometimes that's not always possible. So we're going to try to do that. If you have any feedback or suggestions for any future iToy segments, you can always email Sandhya and Michael at um, ibugtoday at gmail.com and they will get it within, I don't know, what's the turnaround rate? Two weeks, three weeks? And, um, you know, eventually forward it on to me or, pass along the message or whatever. So we definitely want your feedback as to um, some future iToy segments. Next month we're going to be talking about uh, battery packs and we're going to have Shree, who's on vacation this month, talk about some wireless charging. So hope you'll uh, come back next month for that. But this time, Let's talk about devices that are supposed to be smart, or at least smarter than us, or uh, I don't know. And our very own Sandhya Rao is going to talk about a very basic smart device, the smart plug, and how you can use just your Alexa app on your phone to manipulate it. Sandhya, welcome.
9: All right. Thank you, Herbie. Oh, I, this is like one of my, it's a really very simple relatively simple, uh, device. Um, and it really can make your life, uh, more convenient or easier to do things. So, uh, what it is, it is a plug. And when they say smart plug, what that means is, um, you, you, it's a plug and it, uh, you plug it into like a power strip or the wall, and then it's got another outlet on top of it. And then, I'm not using the correct words, but anyway, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying. So uh, then whatever device that you want to control with this smart plug, that is what you're going to plug into the smart plug, okay? So for example, if you had a lamp or a fan, you plug the fan into the smart plug and then plug the smart plug into the wall or a power strip. And then what makes it smart is that you are going to connect this smart plug with your Wi-Fi network. And so once it's on the Wi-Fi network, it says, you know, you, you give it a name. Um, it's, it's the standard pairing process, and we've all, you know, added devices to our uh, Wi-Fi network, right? We've added uh, various various <laughs> things. So uh, once, you know, once you've, paired, once you've added it, It'll basically, so so how it would start out is you would uh, plug it in and then you have to go to the Alexa app. This is all through the Alexa app, okay? Uh, so you go to the Alexa app and then you pick devices and then under devices, you will see devices that you already have and then it'll give you the option to add some more. So if you choose the add device then it gives you all kinds of categories like cameras and echo devices and you know all kinds of things, locks. And so it's, it's a really lots of stuff that you could add. So you pick the category. So here our category would be uh, plugs. And then within plugs, it'll say, okay, what name or what brand of plug? And my goodness, that's A to Z, okay? There's lots of choices. So you go down and pick TP Link for me, this is what mine is called. It's a uh, Casa K K A S A, I think. Casa Casa TP Link is what we are talking about today. They have regular plugs and mini plugs, and so what I am using is a mini plug. I don't really see the difference, but anyway. Okay, um the these this one that I bought, this mini plug PS103 comes in a pack of four four for $24. So you do the math. It's $6. Can't get much for $6 anymore, but you can get a smart plug. And so once you, like I said, we've already talked about the procedure for pairing this thing. Okay. So you've paired it, and now you've decided what device you want to control with your smart device. And then once you have decided what device that is, like for example, for me, I want to pair a fan. I thought that way everybody can hear when the fan turns on. Uh, you could also do it with the light. I've done hair straighteners. I mean, uh, you could do a coffee maker, maybe say uh, you tell your a lady on your phone uh, you know turn on the coffee maker and then it will start but you I mean some devices already have these capabilities but suppose you have an older device or an older fan or whatever it is and you want it to turn on so you can uh, make it control it with your voice okay so, so let's go to the. Let me describe it for you. So I've already talked to you about. So the 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 one part that goes into the um, into the power strip has got like the two. It's it's a three prong plug. Let's put it that way. And then on one side there is a square button, and that is also an alternative control in case the voice uh, voice part doesn't work or you want another option. So you can you can do that. Okay, so let's let me show you how this works. Uh, I've even, uh, for example, turned on our Christmas tree. So I set it up. And it was so much fun. So yeah, well, I'm a geek, right? So I, I plugged in my Christmas tree to the smart plug. And then I would say, hey, lady, turn on the Christmas tree. And then ta-da, there it was. So it was really fun. Okay, well, so let me show you on the phone how we do this. Speech on. So I'm going to go to the a lady Amazon Alexa on my iPhone.
4: App switcher. Notes. Amazon Alexa. Actions. Okay. Amazon Alexa. Amazon Alexa. Undone. Continue listening. Play Apple Music. All right. Help and feedback. Ninety percent battery power. Alexa, play. More tab, devices tab.
9: So we go five. to devices.
4: Devices, devices. Trackers button.
9: So it's trackers. Got all kinds.
4: Energy dashboard. Suggested routine. Alexa. Ener- Energy dashboard. Suggested routine. Dismiss suggestion. Enable button. Groups. Heading lights button. Echo and Alexa light. Trackers button. Plugs button.
9: Okay, we want plugs. That's what I was talking about. So we pick plugs. There's so many choices, tree, device, button. So I'm going to show you some of the things, like I just mentioned, the things that I have here.
4: Christmas tree. Christmas Christmas tree. New device. Button.
9: Okay. Fan. Button. Fan. I have a fan in my dad's garage. we put it there.
4: Off. Checkbox. Hair straightener. There was a problem. Button.
9: Hair straightener was on a previous system, but
4: it used to work. Light. There was a problem. Living room. Light. New device. Button. Okay. So I have a light. Piano light. New device. Button.
9: Piano light. So I have different things set up already through my... Through my uh, in my house, and so I'm going to show you how I can control. I so I have a fan right here uh, next to my bed that I can now turn on with this control. So I'm going to go back to the top of this
4: list. All off. Checkbox not checked. Christmas tree new device button. All off. Check Christmas fan button. Off. Check hair straightener. There was a problem. Nine oh eight <laughs> PM. Nine oh eight. Nine oh eight. Location track cellular. Row one. Ninety percent fit. Christmas tree, new device, button, off, checkbox, Christmas fan, button, off, checkbox, hair strengthener, there was light, living room, light, new device, piano, light, new device, button. All right. On, checkbox, piano, living room, light, new device, light, there was a problem, hair strengthener, there off, checkbox, fan, button.
9: So we can do the fan here. What is
4: going on here? Okay, well, I'm not Back, button. Hold on. Devices, trackers, button, 909.
9: Let's go back. I'm sorry. Hold on.
4: Devices. Devices. I'm going to tell her. Let's see if it'll
9: work. Alexa, turn on the bedroom light.
11: I don't see anything connected in your home. I can help once you've set something up in the home app.
9: So sometimes Siri's getting confused and she wants to do something. So let's try it again.
4: Okay. I don't. I don't see any open. The whole
9: Yeah,
4: map, yeah, button. yeah. E- energy dashboard. butt trackers. Button. Energy. Da- suggested routine. Alexa. Let's back. 10, 10, sorry. Right cameras. Here. More tab. selected devices. Tab. Go to devices. devices. Add a new device or group. Button. I don't want to add one. Devices. at dismiss banner. Button. Dismiss banner. Suggested routine. Alexa. Energy dashboard. Punches. Button. All devices. Vacuum cleaners. Cameras. butt plugs. Button.
9: Go to plugs.
4: Christmas tree off checkbox not checked
9: So if you had a bunch of lights all connected or a bunch of things you could just quickly turn everything off like maybe you're on vacation and you want to make sure people think you're at home you could just control everything with one swipe
4: Christmas tree divide fan button
9: Okay so we're going to turn on try this fan thing but I think off.
4: check air there was off fan button
9: Okay so I think there's a problem but let's try it let's see Let's see if it'll work so we will go to
4: selected devices tab now playing selected more tab five selected more tab home tab one home. Of selected now playing tab devices tab so we can
9: talk to Alexa Suggested
4: alarm Alexa tab or Alexa Alexa Alexa
9: turn on bedroom light okay now playing. All right. So I think you can hear the whirring fan and it feels good. So yep, I, I, hear it. <laughs> okay. So, um, it, it's, that's basically it. I mean, you can, and then you can tell her to turn it off. Um, if you have other, but I mean, you can use it, to, you can type the words. I will spare you that, but like, if you don't, if you want to be quiet and just quickly tell it to turn on, uh, or turn off, you can type the commands to Alexa. And then there's also Alexa. like for each device, there's an on off switch and you can control it that way. So I, I hope that's clear. And um, so we can open it. And Herbis? just so
7: you're where your fan, yes it is. Oh yeah, let me turn off the fan. Let me just turn it off, okay,
9: yes. Okay, I use the manual control there.
7: All right, so we Uh, can... Sometimes it may be easier to use manual than smart, but... (laughs)
9: Yeah, the, the devices are way smarter than I am, that's for sure. So, let's see if we have any questions. All right, everybody is muted. So, if anybody has a question, you're welcome to say your name and wait to be recognized. And Herbie, I accidentally muted you as well. So anybody have any questions yes. about the Smart
10: Plug? Thomas? Thomas, Dengenchen. yes. Go ahead. Um, I, you know, I've, I've heard about these Smart Plugs, and I've wanted to use some for a while. And uh, now that I hear how cheap they are, can I get those on Amazon? Oh, yes. Dear, my favorite store.
9: <laughs> so, <laughs> I hear you. Four for six, seven, $24. $24. So. Uh, yeah, it's it's a great deal, and be careful—you can get addicted to buying all these. They have smart plugs, smart switches, and all kinds of stuff. Oh dear. So. Yeah, so, be careful. So what's
10: in, what was the brand name of those again? This is KASA,
9: K-A-S-A, KASA. Okay. And they have uh, mini just, and yeah. regular, but I, I just got the mini. I don't really see the difference, so I'm using it. And, and
10: mini simply just means it takes up less space, that's all.
9: I guess. Well, I mean, I have an older model, and they look the same. The one that might be a little heavier, huh. so, but... And, okay. and they are definitely smarter. I mean, I've had these, you know, I've had these over a while, and... It's right. just gotten easier and easier to pair them it's not the ordeal that it used to be I wasn't gonna go right. through the whole pairing process but once you've already have some devices uh, again some thumping um, we once you've uh, done it before it sort of knows things it's kind of scary but it's it's you know you you right, add your right. network yeah, and all that kind so. of remembers. Yeah, exactly. And it's just gotten right, much right. easier. Over awesome. Time. Yeah, I'm going to
10: give me some of those because right. I'm looking forward to using those. This, this is really an awesome segment. I'm glad you guys have it. Oh, thank you. We, I, I, This
9: is, I, I love these, I love these things. Uh, so, okay, I have to tell a quick, quick, cute story. So I set up a fan for my dad in the garage. And so he also has a fan in his study, right? So he goes in there and I hear my dad going, Ailey, turn on the fan. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So he didn't realize that, you know, this fan didn't have a smart plug. So he was sitting there telling, you know, (laughs) the fan to to turn on this fan. And she's just sitting like, no. And he probably turned on the fan in the garage. But, you know, anyway, small little story there. So, okay. Any other questions? This is Linda. Linda, then Kathy.
11: I don't have a question, but my son has his TV hooked up to his smart plug. And my granddaughter says, turn on Google. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
17: Not Google, but Google. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, Thank you, Linda. Kathy? I was just going to say, we, we have um, an electric blanket plugged into it. is really nice because otherwise the plugs are all under the bed and it's kind of hard to get to them. <sighs> and the controls are stupid. So <laughs> it's easy to say, like. Turn on thing one I forget what thing two is (laughs) oh my (laughs) goodness
9: I um... I have a heating pad that I use I could just do that instead of trying to find the dumb little control great idea Kathy thank you the options are limitless I mean and just be sure that when you set these up you let the other people in your household know because um, I have my parents that get frustrated and they don't know the magic word and then they just disconnect the whole thing okay (laughs) it defeats the purpose so when we go back and we're sitting turn on the piano light it's like well nothing's happening so just letting you know from experience okay anybody else this is jody yes ma'am
6: uh well i've gotten a couple of light bulbs but they're uh they're they're bluetooth and so it's a more direct connection when you're connecting the smart plug uh the device the smart plug do you pair it the
9: same way where you tell the a lady to find new device Yes. Yeah, so you go to the a lady app on our the Alexa app on the phone and then it go yeah. there was that section called devices and then at the top right corner it says add and then you pick the category and then you pick the brand and oh, okay. then it'll okay. go through it'll walk you through the whole setup process
6: Okay, because when I've done it with a, with, a, with light bulbs, it's different. So okay, to, you know, yeah, well, who knows, maybe, maybe you'll have
9: okay. to share with us one day, okay? Oh, well, cool, all right. Well, we have a you.
7: phone number with area code 415, ending in 008 with their hand raised. We do not use the raised hands feature, so if you could just please announce yourself, and then I will take care of lowering your hand. I don't know if that's Mickey or not. And you can star six to unmute. Okay, this anybody Brad? else?
3: Brad. The 415 is Nikki. She's been Yeah, that's what I
9: problems. think. It's it Nikki, okay. Hi, you want me to say something now? Oh, yeah, go ahead. You have a comment? You had your hand raised? Um, is that you? No,
6: I just wanted to say I'm here, and I've been uh, through hell over the last half hour, but Brad has been helping me, and I'm finally back in. I okay. got removed. Oh, okay. <laughs> we you. thought
9: Okay, thank you. All right. All right. Anybody else? Anybody else with a question about smart plugs or anything else? Okay. Well, very good. I hope that was helpful and oh. they are fun. Okay.
17: This is Kathy. Yes, ma'am. I have a question about the, um, the A-Lady app. Um, the weird thing in our house is that I... <clears throat> um, I have the Netflix on my phone, but my husband has the the A Lady on his his iPhone. So do I get the very same app that is there are there two apps running or is it you know, like he's got the A Lady app just when we got those devices because you can set up things. I don't I don't can't remember why. This is but,
7: Herbie. Go ahead, Erby. You can add in multiple accounts into Amazon Alexa. So for instance, like Chanel and I, um, our accounts are locked in and then you can just say, I I don't know if there's a limit or not, but like in your guys' case, you'd only need the two, but you could, if you have separate Amazon accounts, just um, link them up and I forget how to do that right now, but I know it can be done. Um,
17: I don't actually have an account. I just usually get him to order stuff. Well, right. Are
7: you logged into his account then on your app on your phone?
17: But I don't. I don't usually log in. You no, know, he just. She just does all the Amazon stuff. So do I need to log into his account,
7: or do I? If need you to want to access all the stuff he has on Alexa, then yes. Okay. This is Terry. Go ahead, Terry. There's.
11: Uh, I don't know if this is the answer to your question, but there's an. uh, Amazon Alexa app for controlling the um, A-Lady devices. There's an Amazon app for purchasing stuff from Amazon. And then there's also um, an, an Alexa app that allows you to operate Alexa on your phone. So you when you talk to her she talks to you on your phone and answers your questions on your phone that kind of thing
17: so that's the one i want the third one so do i need the first one so i can use the third one or are they all completely separate this Um, is
11: I right.
7: that. Hold hold hold
11: hold
17: hold. On. One one at a
9: time. Okay, Herbie and then Terry. Go ahead, so Herbie.
7: I just use the primary. I didn't know there was more than one Alexa app. I just use the Amazon Alexa app, which lets you control the devices, like Terry said. But it also lets me use Alexa on, right there on my phone, as I demonstrated. I don't know if you were in the cafe a couple weeks ago, but Asanya and I both demonstrated. You know, we just you know you can just you talk to Alexa on your phone. You can. Press the button. Um, You can also try to enable hands-free mode and just be able to say the A word. And that's all in the Amazon Alexa app, which you can uh, download for free and then sign in with Uh, your husband's credentials.
11: All right, hang on. Then Terry, get a follow-up. There is a separate app, but I have it on my phone somewhere, but I have not used it because I've just used the Amazon Alexa app and and then set up the app on my phone to be able to talk to the Lady A on my phone.
9: All right, So great. it's
11: basically two apps that you want to be concerned with, really.
9: Okay, Brad?
3: No, I was going to say the same thing Herbie said. I'm not aware that there were two Alexa apps. I'm only aware of the one that sets it up and allows me to use my phone as if it were a A-Lady device.
9: Right. And just to clarify, the app that I used tonight was the Amazon Alexa app. And like Terry said, there is a separate one for shopping. It's Amazon Shopping. Okay. Any other questions? Follow up? New topic? little time left.
2: I have a new topic. It's Mark in Montreal. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm still struggling with this one. It's a quick clubhouse notification set up, not within clubhouse because I know you can't, I've got my clubhouse notification set the way I want, but I want to be able to just have my notifications not yap at me all the time whenever somebody enters a room or gets out or does anything. All I want is the sound. So I've turned badges and banners off and I've turned sounds on and I'm still, it's still yapping at me. So okay, this, this is, what yeah, am I, I doing? Like we, what am I missing?
9: Yeah, we kind of talked, didn't we talk? Were you here last week when we talked about this? Or I thought we talked yeah, to somebody.
2: Keith had suggested that I just turn the sounds on and okay. leave the badges and banners off. And I did that. And okay. they're still off. But I'm still, it's still yapping at me.
9: Okay. Anybody have any thoughts for Mark? Anybody, how to reduce notification chatter?
2: I mean, if yeah, you... just so I get the bong whenever, and then I can go into notifications and see what the bong's all about, you know. But see, so it's you... driving Sandy right up the wall. See, because so you've turned. All you know, you could also, I thought you
9: can do set it up. So, you, you know, they don't display on your lock screen. Maybe that's another way. So they, you, I I haven't, I don't use that. Anybody have any thoughts for Mark? Just Brad. Go ahead.
3: Once you go into clubhouse, and, <clears throat> excuse me, turn your notifications on and do whatever you do in clubhouses. Then it run really runs them through the uh, iPhone's notification. So you go in there and, manage them just like any other notification, but they're coming on your screen and um, whether or not they're in the lock center or, or whatever, uh, it's voiceover reading these things that show up on your screen. So perhaps you want to go into your voiceover settings and there is a setting in there to voiceover will read every alert that pops up on your screen, be it a text message or uh, whatever, and voiceover, read them out loud instead of it just making the noise. I, no, that I, off. I,
2: just, I just want the noise. I don't want them to read them out loud. It's Correct. It's- Go yeah. into
3: voiceover and turn the setting that, that voiceover will read every notification that shows up on your lock screen. It will read them out loud. Turn that off. And then you'll okay. just get the notification alert.
2: Oh, so that's okay. in your notification settings or in no, your voiceover? No, it's in over?
3: voiceover.
2: Okay. All right. I will go do that.
9: All right. And just be sure then, once that's off, then you're going to have to be really more vigilant and going through your notifications or be listening for the different sounds. So, okay. Oh, okay. Well, that works
2: better anyway.
17: Okay. Great. I'm Mark. done. Okay. Kathy. Is it possible that like I've got a, a notification that I set up in the very beginning. I signed up for uh, book chat every night at eight o'clock from now until the end of time. <laughs> and, and I wonder if I, because I set that up before I turned off all my stuff, I wonder, does that precede anything I set up later? Because it still comes on every night at five to eight. And um, I, it's the only thing that comes in and that announces itself, but it does it every every day.
9: Wow! Anybody have any thoughts for Kathy, so she doesn't have I, to hear this? I forever. mean, I guess I need
17: to just erase it because I hardly ever go on. I know it's there, but I don't yeah. need the announcement anymore.
9: Especially if you hear it every day, you probably know where it is by now. right? Saturdays,
17: Sundays. <laughs> All right.
9: Well, we have a lot of interesting topics. Solve your own problem. Okay. Anybody? I thought- oh yeah. Any other thoughts for Kathy
17: or this,
3: this is Brad. Brett.
17: Brett.
3: Did you set it up in reminders, Kathy?
17: Yeah, in the calendar. Yeah, I think.
3: And then it's in the calendar. Then you can go into the calendar and either uh, is it something that you put in there for every day? So if you open your calendar and look in your calendar, you should see this this calendar event, and you can do one of two things. You can either go into it and set the – it's got a calendar alert, and it may be set for five minutes before, 30 minutes before, whatever. You could set it to none, or you could just delete the event and all future uh, occurrences of that event if that's what you want to do.
17: Okay, so it's called the calendar alert.
3: Well, you said it. You you just said it's in your calendar.
17: Yeah, I just can't remember. Okay, then go into your calendar.
3: Select the item, (laughs) and you may have to hit the edit button, or it may just be down there, and it says uh, reminder or something like that. Alerts, and you could set it to none, or just kill the whole event if you don't need it anymore.
9: Okay, great. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Well, I wonder.
6: I wonder, Kathy. I wonder if you have it set up in calendar. If you have it set, if you go to clock and you go to the bottom, you go to uh, alarms. You might have it set up in your alarms, and you can turn that. And you you know, you can either you can either turn it off or you can remove it.
10: Right.
9: Okay, that's another possibility. So it all depends on how you set that notification. You know, was it an alarm? Was it an alert? So, you kind of have to, I guess you need to see when it happens and then, because yeah, can, I, I mean, you're dismissing it every time, right? When right. it comes up. So, it should probably say, it'll probably say calendar alert or claw remind, you know, alarm alert, something it's going to well, say.
17: Sometimes it causes trouble. Like before, I think I, I was looking, at, I wanted to see how many participants were here. And just around the time I hit participant, that alarm, the, Notice came up on the top of my screen, and it covers up the participants and how the number of them. And I couldn't get rid of the alarm; I couldn't dismiss it, and I couldn't get rid of the participants because the close (laughs) button was buried by the by the notice. Very frustrating. Very frustrating. Go ahead, Jody. When you have a
6: usually when you have an alarm or an alert like that at the top of the screen, if you swipe down on it,
17: uh, you have the option of dismiss.
9: Yep. There you go. I, yeah, I don't
17: know. Maybe I didn't, maybe I was swiping up and I should just swipe down, but I couldn't. Wow. I couldn't, it's Chris? Uh, get it.
13: yeah. it's Chris. I oh, sorry.
9: Okay. Chris has got a suggestion.
13: Go ahead, Chris. I was just going to say, Kathy, you can ask Siri to uh, tell you whatever oh. calendar events you have coming up. If you wanted to make sure that's a calendar event, you can just right. ask Siri and she can let you know what your calendar events are all right very good
9: okay i, can't wait to I go. think that miss chris <laughs> had the last word of our call with her little black dress okay so thank y'all for coming thank you herbie for iToys and keith for helping me co-host the beginning so we are going to say good night to everybody thanks for coming Come back next Monday. Hey. Come back for clubhouse tomorrow. Mac, 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 and talk, and the movie. Hey. Breakfast at Tiffany's on Friday. All right, y'all. Good night hey. and thank you. Bye. Good night.
5: Good night. Good night. Good night.
9: Good night. Oh. Good night. Good night. Good night.